Alright. Alright. He needs to be like a um, radio personality. Yes. Oh, I yeah. think I told you that like a few times because you have that really Who, deep voice. Really? Yeah. I, I, you never told me that. I yeah. thought I did. Oh my god, that's such a compliment. Yeah, you should <laughs> totally be on radio. Yes. Well, we're kind of on radio. I radio, mean, radio. Yeah. Kind of a little bit. If yeah. you guys think that Chris should be on radio, please vote. Yes. And, you know, hit up all of the radio stations and say that we have a radio person that we there think should be on. Please do all the work for Welcome us. Welcome back. Welcome for podcast. We're back, guys. We're back. We're back for part two. Yes. And we decided to get this in early. Yes. 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 Very. Yes. Um, very much so. Just because I didn't want too much time, you know, to go in. No. A, we were getting right into the, like, the hot spot of things. Yep. And uh, we kind of stopped there. So for those of you guys that don't know who I am, hi, camera. <laughs> I never look at the camera. <laughs> First and foremost, uh, my name is Leah. I am your host. Uh, I am a God-fearing, action-taking, manifesting queen. I know I switch that up all the time, but uh, all of those things are still very present in my life. So, yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. And I have my co-host. What up, Whitney? W-H-I-T-N-E-Y, period, poos. Hi, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome and we welcome. still have our special guest. Yes, Chris, come on. Hello, Chris Brooks. I am a... Videographer, photographer. <laughs> it's hard, huh? It's hard to go that fast. Yeah. Yeah. I got to keep up. I just, you know, when you sat back right now, I just saw your daughter in you really? for the Aww. first time ever. Really? Holy moly. <laughs> yeah. You're her eyes. Like when she gets this look sometimes, yeah. his daughter is super cute. So it's such a sweetie. She's adorable. But she'll kind of sit back and look at you for a second and she gets you these eyes like and reading. those were those like eyes. Yep. You up totally eyes. saw it right there. <laughs> first time. She is my daughter Crazy. now, officially, in Leah's oh. eyes. Cool. Yeah, yeah she's yours. <laughs> it's official. It's official. No DNA <laughs> test needed. Right. <laughs> Just kidding. You are the father. You are the father. You so, are uh, not <laughs> the father. It's only been, it's, guys, it's only been a couple of days um, since the last podcast, and uh, we went pretty deep. How did you feel after that uh, first podcast? Did you go home? Did you, like... Well, aside game? from crying a lot, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I, uh, I I reflected a little bit. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. a naturally uh, introspective type individual. Um, it was it was interesting just to kind of remind myself, I guess, of just not even here, looking in Colorado, but right. back then. I mean, just how much how much damn life I had yeah. lived, and mm-hmm. just how much stuff. Uh-oh. Sorry, guys. No, that's all right. How much Technical stuff I have uh, I, I've, I've been through, you know? Yeah. Um, it's, I think it's easy to lose sight of that when it's all in that rear view mirror, you know what I mean? Mm. And to, to be able to just kind of look at those things and just kind of lay them out just to revisit them, yeah, okay. you know, for me, it has value. You know, it gives me perspective, really, of uh, just, you know. How far you've come. Yeah, and, and, and just to, to even be more in that particular moment of, of just being appreciative of where I'm at and what I've got and just, you know, kind of who I've, I've I guess have become from all of that. Yeah. Yes. I think many times they, you know, tell us not to look in the rearview mirror that, you know, the past yep. is the past and you shouldn't look back. And yet I would have to disagree with that in just a little, I mean, as long as you're not dwelling there in the right. past and, you know, uh, staying in that area, I think it's sometimes important to kind of go back, you know, well, let those past be your little billboards. So yeah. just little friendly, re- friendly reminders. Yeah. I, I have trouble. Yeah. Re- I don't know about you guys, uh, and maybe it's just me. Maybe somebody's going to tell me to take some kind of drug or to, <laughs> to like do something. But um, do you guys? I have trouble remembering 
uh, a lot of things. Like my husband will be like, do you remember yeah. that we went here? And I'm like, no. I don't have, like I have great, like in the moment memory. Mm-hmm. Like I can drive one place and remember exactly how to get there or navigate. But as far as memories, like childhood memory, I don't have much. Yeah. I, and mine is not even so much child. I mean, literally like he'll be like, baby, remember we went to this place and, and it, yeah. I, I'm like, oh, I don't really. Ever. I feel like I have he'll, a photographic memory more as the, like if I see something images, once, I can I can get back to it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's selective. I think. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's subconsciously selective. I think like we have so much of an know. overload right now yes. of information, yeah. and this is kind of what I'm blaming it on. I mean, honestly, right. this is really what I'm blaming it on that we have such an overload of information that our brain is really like exactly to, selective. Like, no, yep. that's yep. not important. Like, yep. we don't need to hold on to that. And I know that there is actually scientifically something that our brain does that either allows us to remember something or not like you if you're walking down the street and you see 10 different people your mind is made to erase each one of those like faces for the most part unless you make contact like it's something you know specific happens isn't that crazy yes but it's because it's just so much stuff we're just bombarded with so much data trying to process it and hold it all don't get me started on that right (laughs) that's that's another whole another podcast there (laughs) okay so um Welcome back, guys. I'm excited to go into part two, and I want you to just kind of start just kind back. Of summarize from right. where I was. Just well, from you know, the last and I want you to know, even I think Whitney was really, um, she was really touched by your story. I you was. Really? After you left, I was. I told Leah that night, I said, Oh, I just wanted to give Chris a hug. I feel like he's been through some shit, man. Just some yeah. shit. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I have. We all have, though, you know. Everybody um, does. Everybody but, goes but through their own journeys, that. but no, yeah, you were really heavy on my heart. I was just like, man, yeah, well, man. Well, uh, get ready. Strong, mm-hmm. part strong. Two. Yeah, I'm. I'm part two, and we're not through it. it, right? Right. Yeah. So, you know, um, we yeah, catch us back up. So yeah. We so, so we we just kind of talked about, you know, who I who I am, you know, kind of growing up, where I grew up, just kind of my life, sure. and um, you know, I was kind of just in a hurry to grow up, which kind of led me to, um, just taking on more than I should have mm-hmm. and just, uh, just powering through it. Yeah. You know, I think then, the last uh, story we left off was, was that aha, like realization moment that you were where you were supposed to be when you first, first got to yep. Colorado. Coming yeah. back. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So you, yep. were, you were actually coming to Colorado, yep. um, because you were basically sent here by your parents. Like they gave you like an ultimatum, yep. get your yep. shit together yep. or got to go somewhere. Get out of the family. Right. Yeah. And so you said, okay, well, this is my best option. And that's really what brought you here. Now you said the aha moment, but was it truly the aha moment? At that, I I think, you know, there, at least for me, those, those aha moments are ever perpetuating and ever evolving. Just, Mm -hmm. just kind of as, as I am, as we are. Right. Um, Cause I know at that, at that time, that was the big, like, Clarification. You know that I was I was need to I need change to be. some things up. And well, not not even th- that, uh, that was already apparent. I mean, that was that was beaten with a dead horse and you know run over some more and then you know rebeat. So that was that was totally apparent. But that that particular moment when you know I, I had kind of asked for the confirmation and and boldly received it uh, almost instantaneously, right? Was was just the uh, um, the just uh, the. Like good confirmation. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. Like, like okay, it, it gave me. It, it kind of just settled that uneasiness of yes. like, okay, I'm jumping in here. I don't know where I'm going or what I'm doing, but right. um, you know, it just it just totally took away any sort of like anxiety or any sort of like uh, fear about just kind of not knowing what 
is going to happen in the future or anything like that. It was just boom, leveled mm-hmm. it. It just leveled the playing field right, yeah. um, to allow me to just, you know, be in that moment and um, be aware and be just ready and just right. be okay. So you were in Monument, Colorado. Mm-hmm. This was the home that you came to. So yep. that's that's kind of yep. where we were at was, yeah. it was in Colorado. And if you guys have not heard the first part of the story, it's going to be dropping, you know, listen, it's, it's intense, but it's also really, I think, um, empowering for others who have possibly gone down the same road um, of drug addiction and things of that nature. So yeah. um, definitely listen. That way you can catch yourself back up. But So you're in Monument, Colorado, in a home with people that you don't even know. Yep. Isn't it funny where life brings us? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. I'm in a I'm in a house with a, a just a whole bunch of random different people from different walks of life. Yeah. You know, all drug addicts, drug addicts, alcoholics, uh, all all chemically dependent. Right. Okay. And about say. how many people were in that house? Um, there was about about seven seven of us. I Did think. you guys each have like your own room and space or no? Yes and no. You know, we, we, I think there was two to a room. Yeah. And then, you know, we had a common area of a uh, kitchen. Could you leave freely or no? Uh, uh, leave as in like, like dip and like go hang out with my friends. No, mm-hmm. no, no, no. It was, uh, that was very frowned upon. In fact, if I would have done that, you know, that would probably have Booty constituted jump. me yeah. of uh, leaving and, and wanting to bail. Mm-hmm. So, and, I mean, I didn't even know anybody. I moved here and I came here knowing zero people at sure. all. You know, so well, I, I mean, I, I really didn't point, have anywhere to go probably, if I wanted was, to even go anywhere. That was probably the last thing on your mind. You were probably, your body was getting rid of a lot of shit. Right. Now, right. were you that <laughs> chemically um, dependent that your body went through withdrawals? No. I, so the the way it happened was really cool. You know, the, the, the one thing that is very fearful for a lot of people that are dependent on, you know, whether it's alcohol or uh, opiates or any anything that gives you that withdrawal is mm-hmm. is that withdrawal right yeah, yeah. i mean it's it. it's but it's because it's so painful mm-hmm. i mean it is it it makes you want to just feel like it, you feel like you're dying already and it makes you just want to just not be there and want it makes you want to die yes i mean it's it's yeah. it's horrible i can't i can't even put it into words almost it's it's so bad so the way that i came here so i i went so in New Mexico, I went to a, a detox facility, mm-hmm. and I was there for like a week, and that's where that process all happened. of that happened, you yeah. know, preventing me from going through, you know, crazy withdrawal. So right. when I got here... So do they wean you off, or right, do they, they right. do? Yeah, so when I got here, I was already cleared of that. So I wow. was just fresh, 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 and, you know... Clean. Yeah, yeah. you know, and, and it was cool. Yeah. It was really cool. So then the next process was all, um, I mean, what did they do for you at this, this clinic? Like what, you know, this home, this, what, what, what was the, so what it, the way it was set up was there was a, like a day, it was almost like I was going to school during the day. And then in the evening time we would go to like, um, like a, a meeting or we would have some sort of group sessions or yeah, group, group session where we would kind of talk about our days or would go through things but but for the most part we had curriculum that was in the morning so it was like let's just say eight to five right you know and then from we'd get home we'd have some food have some dinner have some time to kick back and relax and then from seven to nine you know we would do something and then we'd close the day and, and crash out and start all over and did you have to sign up for a certain time period to be in that that did like or, or is it just when you were ready to no, go or every, how did they... everybody just went 
you know, we had, we were supposed to be there at a certain time every day. Mm-hmm. So, Make you accountable. Yeah. But I'm saying yeah. like, did you, do, does each individual have their own, like, Hey, this is a 30 day program or is it? Oh, oh, it's, it's, it's based off of each person and their own treatment plan. Gotcha. It's, it's specialized to each person. So cool. Okay. So how long were you in? I was in there for, I think like 90 days. Okay. Three months. Or no, 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 no. I was, it was way longer than that. It was six months. Really? Six, seven months. Yeah. Wow. And your yeah. parents paid for all of that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. My dad actually, uh, uh, pulled some cash out of 401k to do it for mm. me, which, you know, is super, super appreciative, especially now looking back on all of it and yeah. seeing it all. Yeah, that yeah. they cared that much to, yeah. to make that happen. Usually, and usually your insurance is what pays for that kind of stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I didn't have any insurance. I didn't have any uh, anything. So mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. were able to do that. And because my mom had the connections that she had in the recovery community already, she was able to, you know, have somebody come to go right. to bat for me and work with me and, and give me a super, super huge discount. Mm-hmm. Super huge. I mean, wow. I only paid, I think, half of what people normally pay. Which is awesome. still a pretty pretty heavy yeah. chunk, but I mean, you know, they, they they really said, okay, we'll give him a chance and we'll 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 do this. See if he's right. Did you have yeah. any lapses while you were in there? Or no, nope. no, nope. that's nope. good. Nope. 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 So, what was it that made you stay so long? Um, just them thinking that was the right thing that I needed to do right. at mm-hmm. the time. Right. You know, I was I was when I, f- I remember when I first got here, I was I was real anxious to just run through it, you know, set my own mm-hmm. thinking. I know what's best for me sure. and planning that to then implement it and execute it. You know, I, I had a plan to, to be out and ready and ready to go and make money and work and everything before I was even there for a week. You right. know, it was, right. it was just what it was. And that's, I think how a lot of us just think, mm-hmm. we just think that, okay, I'm wasting, time, I'm wasting time. I'm wasting right. time. I'm wasting time. I'm wasting time. But at the same time, what is time? Right. And how much of it do you waste every single day already just on a bunch of shit that is, yeah, that that isn't conducive to bettering your life. Sure. So it's like, okay, so all this time I'm putting here, I'm investing it more so than I'm wasting it because it's teaching me things that I need to know about myself, how to... Well, that how to navigate things. once yeah, you get how to navigate out on that your terrain. Own. When you're out to, on your own and you have a slip up of where it's sure, like, sure, you know, I sure. lost this job or this person pissed me off. Right. And you, it, it's yeah, how to handle it. Triggers. Yeah, exactly. That, that so help you be how, able to handle it. How old were you? Um, well, I'm 37 now. And it was like 30. So 30 out yeah, of right, the, right, so that, right, that's right about 30, the time right that you got out. Mm-hmm. So put that in perspective of like, how old are you at? 34. So, and then Dana's 31. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So put that in perspective of yeah. like Dana's age. Do you know what I mean? Like kind of yeah. getting out and just that happening at that particular age. Yeah. So, wow. Okay. Um, so six months in the program and what was the best thing that you took from that program? That's, I took a lot from that, from that. So, I mean, the best thing I, I took from it, I mean, I would have to even think because there's so much just just the still of mind, how to, how to achieve still of mind mm. without utilizing external, uh, how to achieve yes. still of mind without external stimulus. Wow. Right. You know, and, and that's, that's huge for me even now, but people still that whether they're drug addicts or not drug addicts, they're, they're this, they're that, going, going, still going. that, that, that mind, they don't know how to turn it off. Right. And so many people are still trying to achieve, um, 
that, that high mm-hmm. and, and go to these things just for you know the experience of that high mm-hmm. yeah. it, it's it's crazy yeah, yeah. finding finding inner peace and understanding where it comes from and how to how to go there and how to get it and how to how to keep it right mm-hmm. not lose sight of it yes. yeah yeah okay so uh what happens when you get out i get out i get a job i work for uh, i work for comcast for a while mm-hmm. and doing what i just know how to do good which was selling people stuff mm-hmm. sales retention call center stuff that i had done prior so Got in real easy, got in real quick. And no desire to go back to New Mexico at this time? No, no, because th- at that point, I mean, there wasn't really much there for me. Right. I had burned a lot of bridges. Mm-hmm. I had, uh, I mean, I still had friends. I still have friends there, and, you know, I visit them. They visit me. Like, mm-hmm. my buddy Dex came up here. Mm-hmm. Shout out my buddy Dex. <laughs> yeah. um, he's, you know, he's one person who, through all of it, had always, you know, had that belief that I get through it and, you know, yeah. uh, always supported me in, in that. I mean, in fact, he's, he's, he has visited me. I mean, I don't know how many times, like 10, 15 times here in Colorado. Yeah. When, I mean, everybody else aside from, I mean, my family, mm-hmm. which they've only even been up here a few times. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's been up here a shit ton. So, you know, that's super cool. Yeah. But yeah, I started working and I didn't really have much. I mean, I, I got, from from the program that I was in, I then found a place to live, mm-hmm. right? With somebody? No, by myself. Like an apartment type yeah. deal, or yeah, yeah, completely by myself. And that was the that was the first time I actually had lived alone before. How was that? Oh, mm-hmm. it was amazing. I yeah. loved it. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. You know, there's there's certain pieces of it that I didn't love. You know, that the. Just kind of some of the lonely aspects of, of it, course. but but I'm okay being alone. Right. You know, I, I wasn't too lonely, and I just was there for a reason, mm-hmm. and I still didn't know what that reason was. I mean, I was out of this program, I was out of all this stuff, and now I have. So you were able to get a place on your own, like somebody gave you an opportunity or a chance, or yeah, the, the lady. There was a, a lady that was in the the program, like the AA program, mm-hmm. and she had a, a place where she rented rented uh, she had one of the houses that they break out into apartments okay rented that okay yeah so gotcha. i started i started in a little studio of hers mm-hmm. and then i i moved into a uh a bigger like one bedroom full apartment i mean i didn't have anything so i didn't really need sure. any room at that point point. and what are you doing in your spare time when you're not working um in my spare time i'm just going to like meetings uh, still uh, yeah, yeah keeping still. yourself in it yeah that's yeah. good keeping myself in it and then i was looking at just exploring what what I what do I enjoy anymore like what do you like yeah what do I like yeah. I previous was was real into music playing and recording music and stuff like that so I got back into that pretty heavy I had this this idea a long 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 time ago about being a photographer mm-hmm. you know that uh, I had never explored I just always thought it'd be good so I looked at that and and I was uh I forget where the exact moment was or where it came from or from who, but I picked up a camera. I bought one. I bought one off, off uh, eBay. Bought a camera, and I started just going right into it. And it, it felt it felt really natural to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm already real technically inclined, right? right? You guys know that. Yes. So understanding just the settings, how they relate to each other, just the different things, mm-hmm. it was boom, boom, boom. I mean, I, I, I fed it up. Picked it up quickly. Yeah, in, in, in my free time, aside from... Doing the the stuff that 
you know, I thought I needed to do to to keep this this path there, which at the time really was what I needed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I also just fed my mind. I fed my mind so much stuff. So anytime I was not occupied with doing something, you know, in that realm right. or like any alone time I had to myself, I was listening to audiobooks. I was listening to different uh, like podcast type stuff. Mm-hmm. I was just listening to different things that were constructive in building myself, learning new tasks or yeah. skills and learning how to implement those types of things to, right. to do it. And then working. Of course. So would you, um, would you, would that be one of the pieces of advice that you gave to somebody who is possibly, um, you know, just out of, like a program is to make sure that they find things to supplement the time where they're free so that they don't allow their mind to go. Or, I mean, I know that that worked for you and it may not work for somebody right. else, but I mean, obviously it sounds like it helped you. Well, what do they say? Right. Uh, idle hands, are the devil's playpen. Yes. So yeah, I, I mean, I, I suggest that to anybody right. that's trying to change their life and is not satisfied with, what they're doing with themselves. Uh, I, I suggest that to anybody, not just anybody who's coming off of, you know, drug addiction or alcohol addiction or, or addiction in general. I mean, cause it's, it's a highly powerful thing. Putting your con- consciously putting your time into doing things that have a, um, an end result, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. A lot of, I, I, we all are, and, and I've been guilty of this, but we all sit on our phone so much, look through Facebook so much, do this, you know, just, kill that time yeah when we could take hours that time hours. yeah so hours endless yeah. amounts of hours when we could take that time and, and do something with it and invest it in ourselves yeah to then be able to you know help ourselves better right. help other people be a value you know in the community for you know running a business i, I mean doing so many different I'm things i'm so glad you said that because you know just the other day i was just thinking about you know i, I i've been on this whole mind thing of, of how you know and, and i really believe that it's partly you know just god speaking to me about how distracted we are and how um we're like robots yeah um the things that we feed our mind and the amount of hours that we stay on the phones and that we're dead to the conscious world right is really sad. Like we have a life to live where, you know, somebody that may not even have technology would love to live in our shoes or, or be, you know, um, have all of these things that are available, but yet we're stuck like this and we're missing, you know, everything around us. And, um, and I, I, I really believe that God has just stuck with me on that one particular message just because I, it's a constant reminder for, reminder for me mm-hmm. when I am just on my phone for too long. Or it, 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 it could be just even in here that I have to like really like try to disconnect as much as I possibly can, as, as much as I yeah. possibly can, you know, um, yeah. because I just thought about it and I said, wow, like three years of your life can go by and I wonder how much are you spent looking down at your phone and, you know, like how much time could you have had to just do those things, invest, go meet people, get yeah. out, you know, have yeah. relationships. And, um, yet we're just so involved in what everybody else around us is doing. Right. You know, it's, yeah. it's really sad. Yeah. Distraction, distraction is a huge killer of dreams. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it really is. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it even goes so far as to prevent you from thinking about even having them. Yeah. Yeah comparison you know how easy it is to start comparing ourselves to what we see and and um i read something today that said uh stop trying to be better 
and you know you're like what <laughs> right like what do you mean i'm trying yeah. i am the best well no it said uh, instead start trying to be different right yeah. you know be different than trying to be better because that's actually what will make you better right. is just being different yeah in everything so um it's just one thing that really really took you know stuck with you know, uh, stood with me um is just cuz i'm my i am my wor- own worst enemy enemy i am yeah. like i don't yeah. get me wrong i i i fell into we, traps we of comparisons think, you know. and things like that but when I say I'm my own worst enemy, it means that like I will drive myself to work myself crazy. Right. Like I push myself to extreme levels of working, you know, of like being this workaholic and I have yeah, to figure that it. out of it, me, you know, you know so. It. And that's, you know, back to kind of earlier piece of my story. That was what the, 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 the drugs did for me is mm. help me do that better yeah. right. at some point, yeah. you know, right. it, it allowed me to just push harder and push mm-hmm. harder and push harder, you know, whether I was physically more, exhausted faster. or, or, you know, I was, uh, tired. I always had a solution for that. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Whatever. So, so you're working <clears throat> at Comcast, you have your own place now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so, so, so what changes, what happens? Well, Comcast it was good money, yeah. but it was not fulfilling work. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, coming out of all of this shit that I've been through, I had the idea that, you know what? I'm going to be happy doing what I want to do mm-hmm. for my life, work included. Because why not? Right. Like, right. Why? Mm-hmm. I, don't have to, I don't have to live in the mold of what having a job looks like. You know, right, being successful, five, right? it's like, here I am perpetuating the same bullshit that got me here in the first place. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was, it was, it was, it was a good, it was a good, ju- good, good stepping stone. And it was necessary. Mm-hmm. I mean, I couldn't just not work, not having any idea what I wanted to really do with myself, not knowing anything just exist. So how long were you at Comcast? Um, I was there for like two and a half years. Okay, so now you're about 32, no, you're, you're what? Yeah, because you said 30 when yeah. you yeah. got out, so you're about 30. what, 32, 33? Yeah. Something like that? Yeah. Okay. So in some sometime in the course of all of that, I, I had met somebody, mm-hmm. and, you know, I, I embarked upon a new relationship. Mm-hmm. She knew all about my past, knew about what Everything happened with me. I'm pretty straightforward and pretty transparent with people. Um, and I moved in with her at at some point. I don't even remember Gave what up your point spot. it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I moved in with her. And then we made the decision to have a child. Mm-hmm. Just this, just like we want to have a baby? Mm-hmm. Like that's just, yeah. it felt good? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I mean, I had always imagine myself having a family of my own i didn't know whether it was going to be super big or super small mm-hmm. but definitely definitely so i mean i i found value there and and rewind several several years earlier to when i i had first moved out of my house for for that one girl me and her we actually ended up having an abortion mm-hmm. you know and uh, going through the, all of that stuff because you guys so, weren't ready. Right, 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 right. And, I mean, it, it hurt her a lot. It hurt me a lot. You know, it's just nothing that's really ever a good thing in, yeah. in the idea of just feeling cheery and happy about it, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. There's always, it's, it's just a tragic thing. Yeah. So, go through that. And I so I had that experience, and I felt like, at least now in my life, I am ready. 
for that. I mean, I've experienced this. So, whole... what you weren't working at the time? I was. You were. Yeah, okay, I was so still, you quit. I was still working at Comcast. Okay, so during Comcast is when you met your your my now wife. Your now wife. Right. And during this time that you're working, you decide that you want to have a baby. But also during this time that you want to have a baby, you decide that you want to stop working. Um. Yes and no. Okay. So I so during all that time, so I guess it's probably good to mention that. I found that what I wanted to do was creative, mm-hmm. you know, create stuff, video, film, right. pictures, whatever it but was. But you jumped right into that, mm-hmm. like no clientele. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I jumped. I jumped in. Well, I I, I taught myself. You know, I, I was every single day. As soon as I had the idea that that's what I wanted to do, mm-hmm. every single day. And I mean, I still, maybe not every single day as much as I, I should, not nearly as much as I did when I first, right. first started, but I, I just started just taking pictures of stuff, started practicing, started networking, started going to different and you, spots. This passion started to Yeah, and, and it started you. evolving. It started evolving. Uh, I, I saw that not only did I have a passion for it, but, you know, I actually was, was becoming really good at it. So I started going to these different things, like uh, where photographers take uh, pictures of models in mm-hmm. in in studios like different things they have like monthly for, at the studios mm-hmm. so i started doing a lot of that like up in denver and what was your wife doing at the time she was she was working she was working over at, at king supers okay yeah so yeah she's so she been was, with that she's yeah yeah she, she yeah she she just when she just quit recently she'd been there for 10 years herself wow. so i mean you know that was part of the the plan was so she can get a, a pension on the back end whenever mm-hmm. she retires you know so yeah, that was that was that. She what was, was your first paid photography job? Oh man, what was it? My first paid photography job. I don't even remember. No. No, but I know what it, I know. It was for like you know a hundred bucks, right? Some something super small right, that right, right. wasn't worth whatever it was. Probably felt ama- amazing though. Yeah, yeah, I rem- I remember. You know, I uh, I remember the feelings of it. I just don't remember exactly who it was with or what it was what it was about but i was like i have arrived right i'm a professional <laughs> that's funny yeah mm-hmm. but that that just so i i hustle you know I'm, I'm a hustler and a half and once i see i can make some money on that right then the light bulbs really go off so i i made money from doing my first thing and then i was like okay okay all right we could do this we can do this so I mean that's that's just what I focused on was yeah. was doing that. Mm-hmm. Now I I hadn't given it all of the focus that maybe I should have initially because again still trying to juggle all of this stuff. And your wife is pregnant now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. While you're learning, so so you, so eventually she gets pregnant, and eventually you quit your job. Right, right. I quit my job actually when well I got technically fired from my job. Okay. Whenever I went on a, a leave of absence for. For my my daughter being wow. born. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Luckily, that law is passed now. That's yeah. changed. Oh, Men really? can actually take a leave yes. of absence. Mm-hmm. Oh, leave I mean, I, I did. And actually get paid for it. Oh, really? Right? Yeah. That's cool. But yeah, so so anyways, it just so worked out to where once we had our kid that and, I, had, I was available. What, what, uh, are we okay to use your wife's name? Yeah. Yeah, her name's Shay. So how, how was Shay in this decision of you deciding that you wanted to quit your steady job while she's pregnant? So we didn't really go through much of 
that because you she, got fired. Right, right. Exactly. So there was really no exactly. it was just okay. Exactly. So now but it's then like, there okay, was I don't no was there no talk about like okay I need to go back to work or hey I'm gonna stay home now. Right. Well, there was some talk about it. You know, I just I just had told her like this I can't do this. I just can't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. This this call center stuff just working from man will just label all that under that umbrella. It's like I can't. I just it's suffocating me. Mm-hmm. I just I can't do it. I can't. And I have had the experience of understanding what financial doom looks like in a broad spectrum mm-hmm. and realizing that it's just all a bunch of shit and yeah. that you know that's it's nothing that is going to kill you. So that mixed with my wife being more new to seeing that variety the variety of that spectrum that caused some conflict for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it stressed her out pretty pretty heavy. That and no relapse for you ever during this time. Nope. None. Nope. I mean, I, I smoke. I'll smoke weed and stuff mm-hmm. here and there. I uh, I've taken. I think I've taken mushrooms once, mm-hmm. but like. But know, nothing like heavy in, into yeah, the. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm not sticking needles good in my neck you. anymore. You know, mm-hmm. so. And so that's good. And how did you meet your wife? I met her on Tinder, actually. Okay, <laughs> yeah. that's the way of the world. The, yeah. the, sure the way of the world. I mean, honestly. How like, long did it. you guys date? For like two and a half years before years? we we got we, we tied. And how up. was how was she like? Was there any um, worries in your mind about like what kind of lifestyle she was living or or no? Not at that time. Not at that time. There was, and and maybe there should have been. I mean, I don't I don't know, but I, I I'm never worried about anything because in my mind. No matter what, everything will always be okay because we will be able to get through it because, you know, we are strong people mm-hmm. because we are just going to uh, persevere. Mm-hmm. Well, and I feel like that accredits to everything that you've kind of been through. You know, you've kind sure. of been through a lot. Sure. So those little things that are probably big things to people, you're like, I've been through way much worse than this. But, but see, that's... We're going to be all right. That's, 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 that, that creates conflict in and of itself, though, because then people think that I'm just you know, being arrogant and I'm being an asshole. Right. But it's like, I'm really not. It's just, I have that experience to know that it's going to be okay. So, I mean, I I just, in my own relationship, but in, in the eyes of other people, I have been told that I come, come, come across that way sometimes. I mean, I don't don't mean to. Because stuff doesn't bother you? Well, because stuff doesn't bother me. But just just that it's like, okay, so, you're worried about them taking your car because you're a week late on your car payment. Right. Oh, well, you know, I've lost a couple of cars, and let me tell you, this is how it's going to go, and blah, 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 blah. Right. It's like people want to hear that shit. They, right. want, they want me to... Sit in the moment with sit you. Sit in yeah. the moment and just, like... Sulk. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, let me rub that. your back. And, and I'm not good at that. I'm yeah. not good at that. I at can't At least you know that. that. At yeah. least you know, like, hey, look, I'm not built for that. Like, I always tell people, like... I will help people um, through situations because I know that I am a problem solver. Right. I know that without a shadow, a shadow of a doubt. If you bring a problem to me, let's figure out how to solve it. Right. Um, and it, it can bite you in the butt both ways because sometimes people just want mm-hmm. that, hey, I just need a hug type of deal, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I take that back even biblically when, you know, they said that Job was going through all the mess that he was going through and was being tested in every single way of his life, lost everything in his life, you know, um, and his friends came around and it says that they just sat with him. They didn't even say anything. They just sat with him, which I thought was so profound because 
that's what he needed at that mm-hmm. particular point in his right. life was not somebody to tell him this is what you need to do. And I happen to be the person that says this is what you need to do. Right. Let's you're here, so let's get you here. And and I've I think I've learned to um I've tried to learn to sit in that portion just like yeah. okay where I ask people, who right. do you need right now? Do you need advice? Do you need a friend? Do you need to vent? You right, know what I mean? Right, like, right, right. Who, who do you need right it? now? Yeah. 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 And, and, and having that beforehand set of options, here you right. go, here's the options laid upon you, right. I, I think is where my, probably my biggest opportunity is because I'm a problem solver. I look to solutions. That's because y'all are Capricorn, so just shut up. <laughs> That's what we do. I mean... <laughs> Sorry, but not sorry at the same time. But it's you know? the truth, though. <laughs> you guys are. You're problem solvers, and you guys don't sit and sulk. There's just no, just, I mean, I, there's I just no, don't know what it achieves. There's not a goal. Yeah, there's not a goal for it. Yeah, at all. Mm-hmm. But, now me, I'm a Scorpio. But I can, like I to can, sulk. I mean, <laughs> we do. Order, it's self-soothing. You are Scorpio. Yes, so is my wife. It's self-soothing. <laughs> so, there we go. It makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. It is self soothing, I guess. So, 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 okay. So you're here, and and now uh, you're having a little bit. You know, you guys have had some little. I mean, it, obviously things are going good for you, though. I mean, as far as the relationship goes, because I mean, you guys have decided to have a baby, and mm-hmm. and she's working, mm-hmm. and and you guys have gotten through whatever drama there might have been that you wanted to stay home because you stayed home the remainder. You still kind of stay home. Yeah. With side jobs. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, for the most part. And and she's comfortable with that still. I don't know if she's comfortable with it. I I think so. So with her, she she's she's highly, 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 highly creative, highly mm-hmm. artistic. Mm-hmm. Like she is, she's an amazing, like one of the most amazing artists I've ever seen in my life. And she's also tattoos. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So she wasn't tattooing when I met her. She wasn't doing all this stuff that. She has she's passionate about Attention when I when I first met her, and I just didn't understand why. Mm-hmm. So a lot of a lot of that is also it also is built into that is is in trying to instill, I guess, confidence really in her to to follow those dreams and not be afraid mm-hmm. to take that jump and not be afraid to just despite everything despite all the first world problems we have and everything else, mm-hmm. like just do it. Right. And she's doing it now. I mean, she, she transitioned from her job to tattooing full time and she's been doing it now for, I don't know, three, four months. Good for yeah. Shay. Yeah. So she's, good she's doing her. good and she's, she's doing well. She's doing well. Mm-hmm. And she's, she's happy. At least yep. with that piece I was going to say too, I bet her mood is probably, you're going to start to see that kind of change because if she is as creative as she sounds, um, I feel like when people are creative and they kind of stifle it, it makes them resentful mm. and it mm. causes other issues. Sure. But when they're allowed to release and, and get that artistic side out, it changes them. Yeah. It changes yeah. who they are. Do you feel person. like that? Do you feel like it's, it's helped her? I feel like it has. I feel like it has. I mean, there's, there's just, again, so, so many levels to, to my yeah. life as we know it, but. And I know we're kind of, we're, we're kind of swaying off here because mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I want to, I, I do want to bring it back to, um, because this is now that we're, we're kind of up to the present of your life right now. You had, you, you had a baby mm-hmm. and, and, and tell everybody, are you okay with sharing your daughter's name? Yeah. Yeah. Her name is Ember. And mm. she is how old? She's five now. Okay. And so best like thing that ever happened to you, I'm assuming. Yeah. She's, uh, she's cool. Yeah. Super cool. Mm-hmm. I love my daughter. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. yeah. She's, she's awesome. 
I see so much of me in her. It's it's not even funny. Mm-hmm. So okay, I ask dads this all the time, and I asked my brother when he had his daughter. But what was that? What was that moment like for you when you first laid eyes on her? What was that like? It wasn't. Uh, was it like a surreal? Know. Was it I mean, like it was, it you was were just kinda, present? I guess in it was kind of surreal. I was present in the moment. I was there and everything, and was like, okay, well, so this has happened, and I'm a dad now. <laughs> um, I mean, it, I, I feel like. It's hyped up more so than right. the act than the actual moment. At least for me, it's hyped up way way higher in in the perception of oh my gosh, right that, that moment. Like right. it's not that moment. I mean that's an awesome and amazing moment. Right. And I I captured that moment because right. now I take pictures with the camera. Yeah. yeah. So it was it was really cool and and it was I guess more surreal than anything because right. I was just going through it and I was seeing it and and I seen and it just, with my it brother was. when he was bathing her. Mm. It like clicked and he started crying and I was like. Oh Mm-hmm. He, just, mm-hmm. he just realized he was a dad just in that moment right there. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was like, was oh. that that was that at the hospital? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And see, I don't know if that was the moment that it clicked. Did it click for you? It did. Yeah. It did. What 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 happened? I don't. I don't remember what the one that comes into my mind was. This is maybe the first second night of her being there. I have, I'm, we're just laying down in bed and, and I just have her laying on my chest just like this. Right. Right. And we're sleeping and then I get up or, or I don't even know what happened, but I moved a little bit and like, she like moved. Right. And for whatever reason, like it freaked me out. And like, I was like, I, I, I remembered that, okay, I've got a baby, baby on, my, almost, yeah. on my chest, <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. and that's my, and it's my baby. Yeah. And yeah, that that was that was the moment for me. I think that made it just redefine redefine that as real. Right. You know, I this is real. I can touch it. I can feel it. But I was sleeping, and I woke up, and I almost like threw her because mm-hmm. I woke up because I wasn't used right. to it, mm-hmm. and right. and mm-hmm. I didn't. But you know, I almost did. Yeah. So, it's just that remembering you know, of yeah. like, oh my gosh, there's yeah. that. it's not just me. There's some yeah. Yeah. So that was that was that, I think that was the first one that oh. really uh, sealed the deal on. On this being real life. She's adorable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's adorable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's great. I so talk to me a little bit about the, the in-betweens of, um, you know, y- you came out of a, you know, you were highly addicted to some drugs. You, you went through a program. It seems like you didn't lapse. You said you just kind of, you were able to get through everything pretty pretty good. Not many people have that same story because a lot of people will relapse, you know. I mean, I've, I've got a buddy who's who's been to every damn center you can imagine who... Super bright guy, you know, super, super likable, super everything, mm-hmm. but just for whatever reason, it don't click. And he's constantly going to different treatment spots, seeking out different ways of, of doing it. Just can't. Filling an empty spot yeah, almost, right? Yeah, I mean, in, in some form or fashion, it could have been the thrill, like you said. For mm-hmm. other people, it could be that it's a numbness. Or for mm-hmm. other people, it could be, you know, that they're trying to reach a higher potential in their mind, you know, that they can't reach, like you said, just mm-hmm. without mm-hmm. the stimulants. Yeah. Um, and so do you, do you feel like for you, it was just, you wanted better for your life or you, I mean, I don't know. You know, I've all, I always want, I always want the best. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's part of the, <laughs> the dilemma is I always want better and I want the best of the best. So I, I, I don't, I don't know if it was necessarily for that. I think it was just I was used to 
a certain way of living that I wasn't even invested in living, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know? So what is that? What is your why right now for, for just, just my, your just daughter, in general? Yeah. For your, well, for your family, it's, it's, for it's you? To, it's to be able to, A, give my daughter the, all the opportunity that is as much opportunity as she can to be able to freely explore any aspect of whatever she wants to look at and not have to have any sort of major roadblocks. I mean, you know, we'll come through regular roadblocks here and there and she'll grow and learn how to navigate that stuff. But, Mm -hmm. you know, major things that prevent her from just being able to jump in and, and be a part of also for myself in, you know, having a, family and and understanding the ideals of what that is in being able to provide not even provide but like just so to to take all of the fear and all the bullshit that my wife thinks about in her head that stresses her out and just everything all of that to just absolve that financially you're saying financially um between dynamics between everything just to i want to be able to Pull all of that out, and I—I I, I don't know if that people are even ever able to do that. But right. you know, I was to gonna say, I, I feel like you have a really, really good sense, somehow, some way, of being able to um, either unemotionally connect, mm-hmm. and and but I'm saying that in yeah, like no, not no, in I a bad it. way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Being able to really, like you said, with your daughter, it's like ah, you know, it, some people may play it up like, oh my god, it was the best day of my life, and you're like, yeah, okay, this is real. This is, I have a baby right. now. This right. this is what it is. So you have this very logical sense of you, but. Um, I'm going to ask you um, right now because I am curious that you had mentioned on the very first episode that you know your worth. Mm -hmm. Um, And you said that really confidently. Mm -hmm. Do you really feel like you know the value of Chris and what he brings to the table? In some parts, yes, 200%. Mm -hmm. In others, maybe not so much. Do you get tired of trying so, so there's one aspect of not financially being you know or, or or just always needing mm-hmm. right money or whatever to pay the bills where your, your wife may be in that sense of mind where how are we going to do this mm-hmm. and you're on the other hand like okay it's not that big of a deal but at the same time like there's always that run for the money yes. yeah yeah and isn't that tiring to I you mean, it is it can be for sure i i think the the biggest thing that the, the biggest opportunity as as I see it is us being able to work together better. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you and your wife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me and my wife work together better and just. It's, it's hard to even put in words because, uh, you know, I don't, I don't want to. Um, say it wrong i would say just it sounds like it's just working together as a team yeah like yeah. more confidently in sure, each other sure sure yeah exactly you know what i mean like her being confident that you know regardless of whether it's nonchalant or not i'm gonna figure it out we're gonna yeah. figure it out yeah. we're gonna mm-hmm. get through this together. finding a balance in right. that yes. right, right. in between yes. the not so like 
oh my god, the, the world is falling apart. Right. So right. The, the skull, not the so sky like, is hey, nothing of this matters because it does matter in yeah, the end. You yeah. know, where you guys live, where you guys stay. Yeah, it, you guys it, have... it matters, but it doesn't matter in the idea of it being something that can pull away from yes. my level of being happy. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I feel like a lot of times we allow these different things to take away from our happiness mm-hmm. so easily. It's almost like we give it away. Yes. So are you happy? I am halfway happy. That's fair. Mm-hmm. That's a fair statement. You know, as of as it sits right now, I am halfway halfway happy. Mm-hmm. I mean, and what would make you more happier? What would make me happier would be. That's a that's a good question. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know what would make me happier. Um, what would make you happy I, right now in the moment? Some ice cream. Let's <laughs> get. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would make well, us I mean, all yeah, happy. But, Chris loves uh, his sweets. He loves yeah. his sweets. Um, you know, I, I, I just, uh, a, a stronger sense of cohesion with the way me and my family approach problems. Right. So w- is it is it safe to say, because I feel like th- during, an, and I, I kind of asked you this ahead of time, like before the podcast, when we first kind of even talked about, you mm-hmm. know, bringing you on the podcast, I wanted to make sure that everything was okay to, to say or to talk about, you know what I mean? Without, um, you know, going back to that whole thing that your story is somebody else's story sure, as well. Sure, and so sure, it can sure. always hurt them. And so I don't want to, you know, press or push too hard, but I'm always going to challenge, sure. you know, yeah. just, just because I always want people to really challenge themselves and to see that their potential, you know, whatever that case may be, may not be being used to the full potential. Now, sure. I don't, I'm what my way is not the right way. Right. Do you know what I mean? It's just, um, I One know that's some of many. The, right. And, and I've had to learn that just because I feel like my way is the right way and right. it works doesn't mean that there isn't other ways, to, avenues, uh, other avenues to that, right. to, to achieve that as well. So right. I get that. Um, as long as it's working. Right. Right. That's, I think that's the end game is that as long yes. as what you're doing is working. And if it's not, that's where I ask, okay, you know, if you have all of these things that are set up and, and, and here's what I want, here's what I do, here's, you know, um, I don't want to work, I don't want to do this, I want to be creative. As long as those things are working dynamically right, right. in your family, yeah. then it's a success, yeah. no matter how you did it, however sure. you pulled it off. But sure. if it's not, and right. it's causing friction, you know, anything like that with, within the home, then there's something that's not working. Right. Um, and so I, when I ask, are you happy? I guess I, I'm curious because it sounds like through the podcast that you've kind of, you've, when we, we, started talking about, you know, the dynamic, the relationship. Talk to me about your relationship with your wife. Where, where is that at? Like what, um, you know, cause I'm in a relationship of 20 plus years. Yeah. You're in a relationship of five, seven, five years. Yeah. And, and it sounds like you guys are, are well, no, it's longer than that. It's been, uh, cause I knew her for a couple years before we had our kids. So about, about almost eight years now. And how has mm-hmm. that marriage or her helped you and how have you guys helped each other or are you? You know, I think there's a lot of opportunity for that. I, I mean, I can only say, and, and I mean, at this point, just throw it out, throw it on the table and just say, fuck it, right? Um, but I feel like I have done a lot to show up and be that beacon of support to help my wife be able to follow what her dreams are. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean... I pushed her super hard to get all of her stuff in order to do more art, do more art, start tattooing people. I got her top of the line equipment. You know, I made all that happen so she could do that, so she could feel confident in that because she she hasn't had the best um, support. 
Well, not, not maybe not, not in support, but she she does she's not she's not as confident as she should be right. for her level of skills mm-hmm. for sure. But just in general, she 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 has opportunities with being confident in in certain areas, right. you know, because of what has happened in the past. Like she started tattooing when she was fresh out of high school, right? She got an apprenticeship, and then she was not confident of her abilities in her art, and that created stress mixed with. You know, when you tattoo, you're working for yourself pretty much. So if you're not tattooing, you're not making money. money. And then she wants to make money. And then, you know, that's when she went to the the King Supers job and everything else. So seeing her artist evolve tremendously, that was a big confidence booster. But still to get her to go and and start doing that and, and taking those risks. Getting her to jump. Yeah. And then her always feel like feeling like I I'm doing it from a from a selfish standpoint for myself Which like is what? like making money off of her but it's like we're making money together like right. we need to not look at it like that because that's not how it is well especially when you said what you said i mean you invested in her dream i mean i'm not trying to so how could her, i be you know? taking from you if i've invested in your dream <laughs> i mean i don't know yeah i get what you're saying so that's a tough tough place to be I'm going to push a little bit more. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. So I hear you talking about how you pushed her to live out her dream mm-hmm. and how you told her continuously, you need to go after this art and you need to do this. But I always say, don't take financial advice from a broke person. Sure. And so where in that, besides quitting your job mm-hmm. to live out your dream, were you showing her that this was substantially good thing to do that? To, for her to start tattooing and, and doing stuff like that, mm-hmm. there. I mean, there wasn't. It's not like okay, I see this person doing this and they can do it. It, it wasn't anything like that. It was. It's just my my feeling and my um. It's just 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 my feeling and perception. Mm-hmm. I think. I mean, I'm not. A You've tattoo seen artist. what type of art that she. I produces. mean, yeah, I, I see. I see what she does. I see the art that she does, and it's it's of a super high caliber, and. So, are you saying that you wanted her to support you, as much as you supported her in wanting and desiring for her to live out this dream, or are you frustrated because you felt like she didn't pursue her dream? No, I mean, she she well, she wasn't, and it right. was frustrating, mm-hmm. and she finally has taken that and done it and maybe it's just my my expectations and having expectations in the first place mm-hmm. is 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 really where the problem is with thinking that i know what somebody else should do or somebody needs to do but it's, it's hard whenever they tell you what their like dreams are what their aspirations were mm-hmm I think that gives a lot of weight into perspective, I feel like, in relationships, too, because I went through something very similar to Mm -hmm. that in the very beginning when I started with makeup. And my passion for my dreams, I don't want to say we're not as strong as my significant other's hustle or grind Mm -hmm. for the business, Mm -hmm. but it was a constant battle. Like, why aren't you fighting hard enough? Why You have every opportunity to go out and do what you want to do. I've put everything in front of you to make this happen, to make this possible, to where we're fighting about our dreams Mm -hmm. instead of it just being, that's your dream and this is my dream. Mm -hmm. And I need to walk my path for my dreams differently than how you you are doing it. Mm -hmm. I don't want to beat this dream to Mm -hmm. a pulp to where I come home and I 
don't give a shit about my dream anymore. I still want to be in love with my dream when I lay my head down at night. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So I feel like that's perspective in just relationships and how people experience things differently. The way you dream is different than the way she dreams and vice versa. Not that she's not passionate or that you're more passionate than she is. I just feel like everybody experiences it differently. And it's the communication and how we communicate to each other and hear each other mm-hmm. more than anything. Yeah. I, at least that's, for me, that's what it I was. It, and, and that was a stressful thing to argue with the person that you love. Like, I am passionate about my dream. What the hell are you talking about? Like, I've always wanted to be a right, makeup artist. Right, How right, dare right. you tell yeah. me it, I'm, not, I'm not working hard enough? Yeah. Why? Because this is how you work. That's not fair. Mm-hmm. And kind of like what Winnie was saying is this, is where, I, where I'm going with it is, is finding the balance that's in between the, like you said, where it's the, the, the world is falling to the, um, the portion of, um, you know, everything is just like, whatever, like, we yeah. can, you know, yeah. where there's still struggle. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, and that's where I just really push you, you know, encourage you to say, uh, as long as everything is working and it's working to the best of you, to her and to your daughter. Yeah. You know, um, I think most importantly, her then back. I mean, a hundred percent. Like yeah. that's, that's, that's our, you know what I mean? That should be for the, for the most part, that is our, uh, that's our legacy. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, that's yeah. the one thing that, uh, when we're long and gone, you know, God willing, when we're got, when we're long and gone, they'll still be living, you know, right, and, right. and, and they're going to be taking after some of the characteristics that we showed them, you know, right. was normal life and, and whatnot. And, um, that little girl, like I told Chris, that little girl is the precious little freaking girl. She is curious about things. She likes to come yeah. over here and she likes to look at the the the, the horses yep. and she wants to go and look at the chickens and she'll tell me, Miss Leah, I'm, I'm hungry. You know, can I have a sandwich or, you know, can I have some chips or, you know, whatever. Uh, just the cutest, cutest little girl, but I can see some hardship in her eyes. And, yeah. and um, that I think makes me sad as a person just on the outside looking in because you don't mm-hmm, quite mm-hmm. always know, you know, what's going on in people's life. And, and that's why I ask questions. That's yeah, why I ask the questions yeah. that I do. Um, because the child is, is innocent. Like it, right. the child is supposed they to shouldn't, be, they shouldn't have that at, at that age. You shouldn't have that, um, look right. in your eyes. Right. And, and, and I told uh, Chris and I had a conversation and it wasn't a hard conversation to have with him, but it is in a sense when you're telling somebody like, look, your, your daughter's eyes, they're dim, well, yeah. you know? And, and, that's just spiritually speaking almost. It's just yeah. seeing that there's a, there's a dim light in, in the eyes and, um, and she's so bright. She's so bright to see the dimness is a sad thing, you know, and whatever it is that you guys have kind of gone through family dynamically wise, you know, it, it has had an effect on her. Yeah, you can see that sure. it has. And so that's another place where I encourage you where as long as things are working for the better and they're actually working, then it's a good thing. And if they're right. not, then really reevaluate, you know, right. that situation right. and how can we make it better and, for and her? And I'm in, and, and you know, I mean, I'm, that's right where I'm in the middle of yeah. is, right. is trying to see what, what that looks like mm-hmm. and see what can be pulled and regrouped to, to go forward. Mm-hmm. And, you know, again, being honest with myself, if there isn't, if, if what, what can be grouped versus what needs to be tossed, you know, at the end of the day when I'm looking at all these things, you know, to be honest with myself about what that is and, and not be afraid to, to take whatever that, that path looks like. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's, and that's, that's tough because, I mean, that's the last thing I want to have to even look at, but that's what I need to look at and that's what I have been looking at. And I don't know sometimes if, it's just me who's looking at it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
That's true. So, and sometimes it may only be you. Um, but I think it's important to say, and I say this anytime somebody talks about kids or talks about what kids go through growing up, um, your kids need to see you go through that, but they also need to see your healing and your strength from it sure, because it's sure. going to help mold them into how to correct their own stuff. Right. Um, I say it all the time, love my mom to death, but you know, I seen her go from bitterness to nastiness to no resolve. Mm-hmm. So that's all I know. Right. There was no other, well, this is how you pick yourself back up after this. And this is what you do to be successful after this. You don't let right. this consume you and eat you alive. Right. You know, this, these are the steps now that you have to take to, to fix it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the best lesson part of all of it is if she sees you makes those correct choices and you make those correct choices for her in mind and you second, you're not going to fail. Right. Mm-hmm. She'll be able to see that. I think that's a, that's a really, really, really good point is to make sure that you're, you know, watching out for those those cues that she is seeing that it's getting better. You know what yeah, I mean? As opposed yeah. to staying in, uh, staying getting in more it. cues that mm-hmm. it's not. Especially right. if yeah. that's the norm. You know what I mean? Right, if it's the right. norm to sit and sulk and sit and, you know, there's mm-hmm. she gets the best of both worlds. She gets the understanding of how and why to sulk and then pick your boots up and we need to figure it out and push through this. Right. Mm-hmm. So right. she does. She has. She has the best of both right now. It's just making that choice to to stick stick to your guns. Yeah. Whatever that looks like, yeah. for sure. So. Yeah. And that's why I continue to tell you is because you know when when somebody doesn't know the value, their value, their own worth, and that's why I challenged you on that is mm-hmm. because when we don't understand our own worth, then we settle yeah. for things in our life. We settle for people. We settle for circumstance. We settle for what's given to us, and money aside you know what i mean things aside is knowing the value within here so that you can be happy out here with everybody you know what i mean and and truly truly knowing that because i i i actually um i think i really admire the aspect of the portion in you that says like um oh well do you know what i mean like because i'm i'm so tight-knit on my finances and i'm so um this is the way that it needs to be. And, and mind you, it has been very successful for me and, mm-hmm. and it has mm-hmm. worked for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are many times where I just want to be like, <laughs> you know, I, I just want to be irresponsible. Right. Right. I just want to do irresponsible things and, and not care and just, and not even saying that what you're doing right, is irresponsible. Right, 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 I'm right. saying is that like, um, if something were to happen financially, I just want to be able to look at it and, and, and not let it and, have such a detrimental effect on your immediate uh, mood right right and and you know mind you i think one of the one of the 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 financial the financial principles in being able to um dave ramsey for instance you know he says that um why you have envelopes or why you have savings or why you have this is is for that very reason is so that when this hits the fan that you're not stressed do you know what i mean Mm -hmm, and mm so um that there, there's two, there's two sides of the spectrum. Do you know what I mean? So there's the side where you're so financially, you know, okay, that something happens, you know, that you have it covered. There's the other end of the spectrum where it's like, I'm living ends me paycheck to paycheck and something happens and you know, this is going to hit the fan. Mm -hmm. And then there's that in between, Mm -hmm. you know, where, um, I think the average American actually is, you know, it's like 76% of America lives paycheck to paycheck. And, um, but that's just one but that's one piece of the pie. Sure. You know what I mean? Um, uh, I, I, I'm curious to know with um, 
with with your 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 relationship as well just like some of the things that she's been through you know um and and that you've expressed like how has that affected you or has it has it not affected I don't, you i don't know i mean some of that stuff is still you know closed closed off to me mm. um you know getting getting oh, getting that opening up piece for me has come with a lot of a lot of effort a lot of uh patience and a lot of just kind of um not pushing too hard but mm -hmm. still keeping a little bit of pressure yeah you know and uh and and it's it's still i mean i i wish and i i think i told said something to her similar within the last last week it's like you know i the reason i want to know and the reason i want you to be able to be vulnerable with me and open up with me and and do all this stuff on all these levels that you're uncomfortable with so i can see you and where you're at so i know where i can help mm -hmm. i know where i you know maybe am not going to be able to to help but at least so i know that way we can you know work together better to mm -hmm. sounds like just making clear-cut boundries mm -hmm. boundaries and communication yeah i mean but it's hard sometimes when people really are being being vulnerable just in general i don't care if it's to your significant other to a family to a friend being vulnerable is hard when you've trained yourself to not right mm -hmm. like right. that's a hard habit to get rid of yeah even sure. when you feel like even when you feel like you're trying like i feel like that being me now trying to be vulnerable is that's a hard thing for me to do no, it is. because it is. i need to protect myself fuck sure. that <laughs> no you will not get you will not no you will not not unless i feel safe but but there's a double edge that's harmful that. at the yeah. same time yeah. because you can't complain about all these things that you need in this help and that you know people aren't hearing you and understanding you if you're not putting the effort in to be vulnerable at the same time like you have to give to get mm -hmm. yeah and then you know giving when you just give you get back tenfold yes i mean you know without the expectation my right. Mm -hmm. right and mm -hmm. and you know i uh it's just a tough spot I think it's good to get uncomfortable sometimes, you know, not, not sometimes, is, all the time. Is. It really is. And I think we all know that, you know, and if your comfortableness is maybe in this area of your life, get uncomfortable. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Then choose something different a little bit so that yeah. you can explore a different avenue so that you can start to really change things up. I mean, because what do you want for your daughter? The best. Right. I want her to know that she's loved I, and and i she she knows it for me for sure 200% even from her mom <laughs> i feel like she knows that's that is that is a given but i i just want her to i just want so many good things and so much good stuff for her and it's some of it's even unrealistic you know i know she's going to have to go through her own trials and, mm -hmm. and tribulations mm -hmm. and she's going to have to navigate that but i don't want her to ever be afraid to ask for help I don't want her to ever be afraid and feel like she needs to to hide something mm -hmm. like that something is so bad where she can't um, come to me with it, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and I want her to always know that you know she's going to be loved no matter regardless. You know, she murders somebody. I mean, she right. does anything. Yes. Yeah. You know, there's nothing that is ever going to change that, and there's nothing that can even come remotely close to even maybe think about changing it. Mm -hmm. Um, I just want her to know that she's got it. Yeah. 
and she's got support. That's good stuff. Yeah. That's really good stuff. Yes. That's that's. I mean, that's a huge reason why, right there. Yeah. You know, um, and I I told you I I think that your utmost priority is your daughter. Um, that's at least what I see in you. Um, that you would put her first before you put yourself and before you even put your wife even. And and, um, and for for a guy who used to be just selfish as hell, like super selfish. Yeah. You know, yeah. um and and being where I am now, it's it's crazy to even look at, th- at that difference. Like I never thought in a million years I'd, I'd put anybody above myself. Hell no. You know, about right. what I need and what I want, what I think and and all this kind of stuff and me 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 me. Um but yeah. I mean, I do that always now. Yeah. I mean, without even thinking about it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Yes. Um, so I guess I want to just ask you, I want to go through the fast five questions really quick. So this is the hot seat. Okay. And I want to, I want you just to answer as quickly as you possibly can. <laughs> all five of these questions. All right. All right. All right. Um, and uh, we'll go from there. So uh, my, my number one is going to be, what is uh, your top three goals to conquer this year? This year to have my business I'm running, know exactly what that business is going to do, level down a little bit from all the different damn things I can do, um, and then to have some sort of stability in my personal life, whatever that looks like. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. That was four. I mean, you oh. named yeah. off three, and then yeah. you added a four, so yeah. that's really good yeah. that you knew exactly what you wanted, so really good stuff. Uh, what are you most afraid of? <sighs> of anything what shakes you what what makes you feel like god if this happened to me this would suck if this you know i mean i don't know like i i really don't i mean yeah i could say stuff about like you know something with my with my daughter because you know that's like the only thing that can make me damn cry you know um but uh i mean i don't know i just i guess having her Despite everything that I'm trying to consciously do to make sure that she's okay, having her be um, actually okay. No, not okay. Um, being not okay. I don't know. I, I don't know. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you didn't like that one. Over that. <laughs> okay, got it. All right. I, I, I hope I, I hope I didn't confuse you in that. What I'm saying is that you're saying, despite everything that you are really trying to do with her, you hope that she's actually okay. Like that is that or no? You're no, no, better no, than no. okay then or no, what? Just that 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 she turns out not okay. That's his fear that she doesn't turn. Oh, out okay, okay, yeah, 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 okay yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. And I'm saying yeah, it the yeah, same right, way, but right. I'm saying yeah. it yeah. opposite. Okay, so yes. yes, okay, yeah. so yes. that she actually okay. I got gotcha. yes. right. um, What's the biggest obstacle um, you've overcome in your life? Biggest obstacle I've overcome in my life is probably learning how to shift my perception and consciously um, manifest the reality of the life around me, mm-hmm. or, or, or realize that I have power in doing that. Right. I mean, you know, let's say drugs, but <laughs> fuck no. And uh, who is uh, who is uh, your mentor? <laughs> you know, I I I I fast I need, fast fast, Chris. <laughs> I need a I need a a solid like this is my go to person. So. Yes. You know, I, I, I received some, you know, from people around me like you and a couple other folks, but, uh, you know, a dedicated 
individual is uh, who I'm still seeking. So, yeah. Okay. That's, that's fair. That's, yeah, yes. that's fair. And no, that could be, good. you could add and, that and, to your goal yeah, list. That, yes. And really that needs to be put in there too. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I need, I uh, a mentor is, I need that. I need that push, you know, and, and that's something I, I need. Yeah. And I know yeah. I need that and I'm not getting that right now. So yeah, I don't want to. Somebody making you accountable. Mm-hmm. I, I have to like, you know, what I've realized is that for the longest time that I've either been stuck in, and not to say that, I, of course I've been moving in things. It's, it's, you can see it, you could see mm-hmm. it, you know, but when I used to do Zumba or get outside and, and do classes and, and, you know, I'd meet other people that way. And, and, and I have, I've stopped doing that, like networking, not even in the business, I'm saying networking in life. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? And, um, so um, one of my things this year is to do Toastmasters and just to mm. get out there first yep. and foremost, one of the hardest things for me to do is to get in a room with people and that I don't know. That's a very difficult yeah. thing for me. Really? Yes, over and over it is. And so I have to continuously push myself in that aspect of getting uncomfortable because that makes me uncomfortable. It right. really does. Yeah. Um, and so just going to the room, like the, the, speeching, the, the speaking and the, the speeches and stuff like that are, are a totally different side of things, which, you know, I feel comfortable in, in many aspects, but I also don't, it, there's some things that I can learn about yeah. it to be, right. you know, more professionally apt sure. in it. But um, that would be one. And then, uh, I'm, I'm wanting to take some writing courses as well because mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I write all the time and, and I can write well, but professionally writing or, right, you know, right, right, right. to do things. That's, that's another one of my things that is going to make me uncomfortable this year, but love I want to do it. Love so. it. Love it. Love yeah. it. Love it. Well, I'm a good writer and I, I, I don't mind at all being in groups of people. I there don't you know. Go. Yeah, that's good. See, it's go. a good thing. There crazy, crazy. Go. All right. Well, yes. that's it. Um, thank you. Thank you for sharing your story with us, with others. Um, you never know who's going to listen. You never know who it's going to touch. You never know, you know, what impact it's going to have. And, um, I thought, you know, after the conversation that we had that we really needed to get you in here and just kind of hear who is Chris, you know, Chris is always behind the scenes and, and what, what has Chris's life been like, you know, and, and even for you, it opened up, um, a lot to, to see him a little bit differently and just, to kind of yeah, I think it gives you perspective right? it does 100 percent gives you perspective on somebody yes allows absolutely. you to understand them a little yes. bit more absolutely so. absolutely mm-hmm. yeah I loved it thank you for well, sharing ladies, with us it's, thank uh, you. it's been real it's been fun it's been real fun bye guys see you next time can you hear it can you hear it can't see the dance now between the sheets with Where's Leah? Where's Leah? Where's Leah? Where's Leah?